and you're gay. We're all gay in some ways. I'm gay and you're gay, but I'm gay on some days. perfect and amazing yes practically perfect in every way <laughs> my document's just called africa <laughs> yeah yeah this that's is a, exciting this is a beautiful document though hold on look Let at me my see. hold on africa. wow look at that document you, like, did a great job i'm going off the cuff today mine <gasps> is gonna you. be short no problem i that's love great. it i love it i'm a moment right yeah cool Thank God you. <laughs> you imagine Thank God get, I did something that could definitely be a moment. Right. We, we get here and you're like, no, no, I'm person. We're like, oh no, crime. No, I thought it was crime. No, right. I'm crime. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh hi everybody. Hi, hi everybody. Glad you guys could be here. Welcome to Two and a Half Lesbians. This is the podcast where we do a crime, a moment, and a person from LGBTQ plus history. Yes, girl. Oh, I did it again. You did it. No, that was right. Oh, good. On person, you're supposed to do it. Say history. But you, whenever you're a moment, you're a moment in history, and the person goes, and a person who's gay. Okay, moving on. Or an ally. Or an anti-adjacent. Or an anti. Yeah, that's right. Or someone who's like, y'all, we do it all. Also, now everyone knows that I thought I was crime this week. Luckily, my crime is a perfect moment, so it's fine. Your crime is a moment? Yeah, because I did a bunch of crime in one country, so it's just like, oh, we're going to talk about the moment that is all right, so we are, uh, I guess I, I start. This is Kirsten. Hey. Hi. Oh, I'm Kay. I'm Lisa. Do we have any updates that we need to talk about? Like the fact that we have the coolest flags in the world in front of our house Tell us right about now. it. We finally got our Black Lives Matter flag that we ordered while we were recording this podcast like a month ago. <laughs> it finally came in. And as we were putting it up, we live in it. We've mentioned this before. Our neighborhood is predominantly black. And we live, me and Lisa put it up on the flagpole. And the girl we didn't know is the girl across the street was out in her yard. And we just both were like, like that's what's up? <laughs> and we're like, huh? We're like, yeah. And she's she's like, like, we love that. I was like, we love you. <laughs> it's a really it. great moment. Yeah. And it's so fun because now it's like the pride flag and the right blood, even bigger than the pride flag is the it's big the- black. Black Lives Matter, Matter flag. flag. Very cool. I'm yeah. very proud of it. I'm proud of it too. We should take a photo of it and put it up. I did. Yeah. I well, I put it on my story on Instagram. There you but go. I oh. could take a professional oh, picture of it no. with Kay. my camera. Kay Actually, has a new camera. Let her tell you about it. I do have a new camera. It's a uh, Sony A6600. It's beautiful. It shoots in 4K continuously, and it also the photos are just crisp and beautiful and amazing. And I also got a great lens, so I can zoom in like insanely close, and it still looks like I'm right next to like for animal photography if you're out in nature and stuff like that what is your instagram handle so people can come see your photography at k k a y underscore marion with two ends at the end um Um, speaking of animal photography yeah i don't know if if we told her or not but a friend of ours who is currently out backpacking doing some through hiking um her uh, campsite got attacked by a bear (gasps) this last week oh my gosh yeah she's not in her in her sight when it happened oh they actually and they have like bear containers like bear boxes where she's was at they set up camp they went hiking and when they came back people were like oh my gosh like you guys got hit up by a bear and they were like oh shoot so they packed their stuff up went up further and they still had bear activity in their campsite the next that same night they were like no no we're we're out they're being followed by bears the bears are out and in numbers you guys seriously so many i think this is my theory we all quarantined nature's like oh good so they moved out <laughs> they all stretched out and they were like they, yeah this is mine this is nice and then we came back and they're like no we like it here 
Also, 2019, yeah. I was adamant about not seeing bears when I was on You did trail. a good job of not like, seeing a bear. I do not, I cannot handle any bears in 2019. And now this is like the third report I've had of friends and our own sighting as well of a bear. I think the quarantine is a really good theory that they're coming out. Yeah. Well, nature moved no, I think fo- I out more. Yeah, yeah, it was you, Lisa. Yeah. You said, <laughs> hey, what me. would happen if we ran into a bear? And then we came around the corner and there was a bear in Sequoia. And we're like, no, it's 2020. <laughs> no. Go back to the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't hike towards bears. We go home. We do. I cannot wait to bring that camera on our trip yes. next week, though. Oh, we're That's celebrating so Lisa's birthday yes. this next week, and we're going to go on we're a little bit little of a road quarantine trip. Quarantine Airbnb. Yeah. The Airbnb is just ours, so they're obviously cleaning it before and after we get there, but it's the whole thing is to ourselves, yeah. Yeah. and then we get to be out in nature. Also, I'll be there, so you know I'm going to wipe everything down as we get there. We're going to have six <laughs> bottles of Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Cool. Are you guys ready to start? Yeah, let's do it. Who's excited? I'm Me. excited. Kirsten. Eva? Eva? Kirsten. 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 That was Kirsten and Eva Kirsten thrown and together. I'm crime. She's Yay. crime. I am. I committed a crime just for you. No, what was it? So no, much. I did not. I did oh. not commit this crime. In fact, I would not ever commit this crime. This is oh, awful. I we'll love see. that. Good so, um, my crime is specifically a, uh, the the hate crime was against someone who is non-binary. And I was like, oh, oh cool. Let's do this. Um, so this one, and then I'm going to go a little bit more into, I keep alluding to the chromosomal variation mm-hmm. things in our biology of what we know so far about mm-hmm. humans. And I finally looked up the actual science so I could say it more intelligently. Fine. Because oh, hey. just because I comprehend something doesn't mean I comprehend it to a level of being able to then Teach share it. it. Yeah. So I'm like, let's do some more digging. And I cool. know I have more to learn, but I'm going to go into that in a minute. So so this, this happened uh, this last November in San Diego, this particular one. So police investigate Van vandalism of non-binary students dorm room as a hate crime so um i got my sources from nbcnews.com i got it from the world health organization and medicalnewstoday.com so those are my sources let me go into it so um basically what happened was a college student's dorm room um was vandalized severely um and uh, so it's Eleanor Wheeler, a freshman at the University of San Diego, described the incidents on Instagram earlier this week. Wheeler, who uses they them pronouns, wrote that sometimes in the middle of the sometime in the middle of the night on October 27th or 24th. So I guess it was October. I know I said November, but it was kind of like reported on in November. Um, someone vandalized their dorm room, writing transphobic, homophobic and sexist slurs that uh, and comments instructing um, them to take their life on the pride flags hanging on the door. Jesus. Right? They discovered the damage on their way to use the bathroom and was devastated. And this is a quote. It was like all the air was taken from the world. I sat there shaking, unable to fo- force myself to move and get up, Wheeler wrote. Finally, I stood up and the blood in my body was replaced by pure and utter terror. I ran to the bathroom and threw up out of sheer revulsion. Um, so, uh, and then here's another quote. Um, what if I had killed myself? Like they told me to Wheeler told NBC seven, um, some people might have, and some people have, and some people will, and that's not okay. Mm. Um, so basically what happened was this person came out on social media as Mm non-binary, um, you know, like I said, on Instagram the night before it happened and, and suspects that that's why, the so it's somebody place. who is following her Instagram, which is also very scary. They, 
following Sorry, their following Instagram. Their Instagram, which yeah. is also very scary. Yeah, it is hard because it, it, it feels almost intrusive in a in different way because it's not just a random stranger. It's someone who has a connection to yeah. you that felt inclined to then tell you to kill yourself. I can't imagine. Like, I know some really racist motherfuckers and I wouldn't tell them to kill themselves, you know? Well, and the biggest thing I have is like, what does their life have to do with you at all like right you, why is that you're so threatening to you someone deciding to uh come out as non-binary Very weird. and that and even sharing inconvenience that no uh, that other person no that's just that's just i mean the inconvenience of like because some people say like a lot of the I don't know the the other side. The fear comes from like I don't know how to categorize this person anymore. Yes, and that's inconvenient or yes. that's confusing, and so that feeling, that very nuanced, so your silly is feeling, my fault? right? Yeah, Which no is thing. why you, like you need to take that out on somebody in that aggressive a manner, right? And that's why in a minute I'm going to talk about the difference between sex and gender. Cool, because I yeah. I wasn't necessarily taught that, uh, and 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 it's something that I've had to self educate, and it's like. Let's let's talk about it. Absolutely. So, um, before before I do that, they have a lovely quote here from Harvey Milk. Um, All young people, regardless of sexual orientation or identity, deserve a safe and supportive environment in which to achieve their full potential. And I I think again, what's striking to me about this story a little bit is the fact that it took place in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I mean, last year, last yeah, just say USD or USC. I think it was USD. I'll, I'll scroll up and, and find Sorry, out. Sorry. Just wondering. Uh, no, it's all good. You went to one of them, so I... I went to SDSU. She did. University of San Diego. USD. Okay. 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 Um, and then there there's also uh, 41% of non-binary people say they have attempted suicide in their lives. Oh, that's a high percentage. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual uh, kids are three times more likely than straight kids to attempt suicide at some point in their lives. And each time an LGBTQ person is a victim of a pop-up. God, where'd you go? Uh, aren't we all victims of pop-ups? We are all. Raise your hand if you've ever felt personally victimized by a pop-up ad. <laughs> My hand all is up. Hands all hands are up. Eva's hand just popped up. <laughs> is victim, sorry, is the victim of a per, a physical or verbal? That's the name of the episode now. Victimized by that. a pop-up. <laughs> physical or verbal harassment or abuse. They become two and a half times more likely to hurt themselves. Um, yeah, so I just, just so frustrating. Um, so I, I don't really know anything more about the, the investigating of the crime or anything, but, but they stood up for themselves and, and, and publicly like put out, there's actually a really nice write up of like, this is what happened to me. This is what I feel about it. This is what I'm, I'm doing about it. And And that's very scary too. Oh yeah. And there's so many times where, uh, even in the statement or, or around it, I can't find the exact spot in the article, but they were saying, um, friends and family of mine are like, just basically be quiet about it. Like keep it closed, keep it quiet. And they're just like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to say something. Um, because Good for you, Eleanor. Not going to surrender right. to the fear, and that's my words. But still, also, what a name, Eleanor. I love, I that, love name. that name. Right. I don't care how you identify; it's a fantastic name, gorgeous name. Right. Right. Eleanor. I like even when people pronounce it Eleanor. I named like either way the kitten last night, which I think was a female Jasper. Jasper. Yes, because it looks like Kate a found a cat in her bumper. You've had quite an exciting couple of days. I really did. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. There was a kitten in my bumper last night, and I, <laughs> I took it to the Humane Society. It took forever to get her out, but 
It's at K underscore McNellan. The picture Marianne, is Jasper's Marianne. photo shoot. <laughs> anyway, um, another quote right. from Wheeler. Um, yes. Frankly, I don't care if my existence makes you uncomfortable. Deal with it because <laughs> this this is life threatening for me. Right? Yeah. You you may dis- a valid point. You may be disgusted by my love, by my truth. But did you know that I stayed up for two nights sitting on the floor by my door in silence out of fear that this bigot would come back? Did you know that every time I met someone new, I wondered if my truth will put me in harm or kill me? Mm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Right. So just take that in for a second. And now I'm going to go into chromosomes. Great. (laughs) Love it. Let's have some genetic studies. Yeah. So, um... Historically, the terms sex and gender have been used interchangeably, um, but their uses are becoming increasingly distinct, and it's important to understand the differences. So the term, uh, in general terms, sex refers to the biological differences between males and females, such as genitalia and genetic differences. Gender is more difficult to define, um, but it can refer to the role of a male or female in society known as a gender role or an individual's concept of themselves or gender identity. Now, this is from the World Health Organization. That's also was taught in my class like that, like exactly like that. It was never been taught that me. Really? Never. Never in in my Utah or college Utah. Never. It was a sociology class. Yep. Not in my health class. Not not nowhere. Not once for me. I felt like I, maybe in high school in a health class, I didn't have to take that many because I already had enough credits for them, but I think that there was at least one, maybe it was a biology class. Yeah, it came up in like I had a very wonderful science teacher, so good. two different female fantastic science teachers in high school that both were so ready to have the conversation about biology versus like sex versus gender. Hmm. And so like, I remember them like, and taking it down that scientific path first and being Mm -hmm. like this and this, this is what this means. This is what this means. And like giving us that definition. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Then this is perfect that I'm the one who looked it up because I wasn't taught this. Right. And it's, it's good. This is great. It's great information. Um, Shout out to science teachers. Right. And sociology teachers. teachers. Right. Um, she was yeah female. two different female science teachers in high school bless them yeah and then it you know world health organization goes on to say sometimes a person's genetic genetically assigned sex does not line up with their gender identity mm-hmm. these individuals might refer to themselves as transgender non-binary or gender non-conforming mm-hmm. um, i hope to dive more into those differentiations later but for right now i'm going to go just a little bit deeper into sex versus gender um, and then, and then I'll pass the mic to Kay. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm going to hold on to my mic. She has her own. <laughs> this is my mic. You breathe over there. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. The different. Okay, so the difference between male and female sexes are anatomical and physiological. Sex refers to the biological difference, um, but genetic factors define the sex of an individual. Uh, Women have 26 chromosomes, including two X's, and men have uh, 46, including an X and a Y. And the Y chromosome is dominant and carries the signal for the embryo to begin growing testes. So literally, we are the same sex Mm -hmm. until the moment when the mom's body like flushes a certain chemical and then it creates uh, it it indicates the Y chromosome. So they women pass testosterone through their body. Uh, just very little of it. Yeah. And if the woman gets that testosterone rush at the right time, the egg will get that message to become male. Mm. But we all start out female. Yeah. Well, that's why it, you can't just figure out the sex of your baby as soon as you know you're pregnant. It takes right. it takes a few months. Like it'll be female 
It's going to be a girl. <laughs> it's right going to be a girl unless you give it a couple weeks. Right. Both men and women have testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone, which are hormones. And hormones affect so much in the body. I could go into that forever because I've taken too, too many classes bland. on it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, however, women have higher levels of estrogen and progesterone, and men have higher levels of testosterone, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, the male-female split is often seen as binary, but is not entirely true. For some instances, um, some men are born with two or three X chromosomes. Um, oh, no, I want to I want to restart my computer and update it tomorrow. I already told you that <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I'm telling Raise you, your Papa. Hand if you have ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm just, I'm just trying to work here. Okay, thank you. Um, just as some women are born with a Y chromosome. So you can be, your sex could be female. But inside of your DNA. So this is more than just hormones. Mm-hmm. Some people your like, DNA. I have a friend who's, who's, a, who's a gay man. And when he was first struggling with it, he decided to up his, like take testosterone in a way to counteract because he, he wanted to be straight. Mm-hmm. And so he took testosterone and it didn't do it for him. And that is likely partially because this is also genetic. This isn't, right. and, and, and to be clear, your DNA, your genes, soups basic, that's the blueprint. So your body takes the blueprints and it makes you and it right. makes everything on you, your hair, your nails, who you are, uh, how your body regulates hormones, everything. So it's not just a, this isn't a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. Right. This is encoded in your DNA. And so there it's really important for people to hear and know it, it, it's not about your chemical makeup. It is about your actual design, mm-hmm. your actual DNA, not your pituitary gland. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are instances where like me, I, I am, um, my sex is female, but I could have an, a, a Y chromosome somewhere in there or some variation within my, my sex chromosomal mm-hmm. DNA structure to create uh, I, and we don't know this because we haven't, they have never found a genetic marker for being gay mm-hmm. or being lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, there are so many different um, compilations that it creates a much wider range of diversity within how we feel and how we function and who we are. That's so cool. And it's so important too that there is so much that we don't know, which is an important part of the conversation because the idea of acting like, well, we know that gender or sex is this and we know that right. gay, it, there's absolutely no, we just don't. on the tip we of the... Not. You the don't t- know that. We're on yeah. the tip of the iceberg right. when it comes to this conversation. We just... We just decoded or unveiled or were able to understand the human genome yes. in the 90s. Right. And I get that that's about 30 years ago and not full, like maybe 25 but like years ago. But like mapped we it. We don't understand it. what it means yet. Right. We mm-hmm. haven't fully uncovered. We're still finding minute genetic markers that might indicate that you're more likely to get Alzheimer's or things like that. Right. right. But we're still in our infancy in understanding right. any of this. In some cases, a child born with a mix between female and male genitalia, sometimes that, that and that term is intersex, um, and a parents may decide to like, pick a gender and then have surgery Mm -hmm. on that small infant to kind of reassign them at at birth sure and it is one in 1500 births births that are somewhat intersex so way more than i thought statistically and then you think about the ones that are um a bunch of of the variations underneath that which is again a probably much higher percentage of people who have chromosomally 
a different variation. Like, but oh, you yeah. can't see it from looking at the outside based right. on the, the genitalia. Right. And that right. makes How a do difference. You pick before they know. Right. Yeah. I knew a, a family when I lived in the South that had a, a child that was born with both. Um, and I was like, so how do you, and at the time, uh, the child identified male. Um, and I remember the mom being like, well, the mom said to me, you know, when I was having a baby, I wanted a girl and my husband wanted a boy and our child just tried to make us both happy. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of a cute way to look at right? it. Like, it often is like a, well, whichever gender presents itself or sorry, whichever sex presents itself, I'm going to love them either way. But then right. once they're, they're they're birthed you're like oh that one's a dude and i'm gonna treat it like a dude forever and be right. mad if you're not a dude right, right. Like, oh, that's so that's contradictory contradictory <laughs> pop-ups and making up words i got this guys <laughs> raise your hand so again gender make up words. is much more of a social construct so it's cultural and it's it, it says here even by the world health organization that gender refers to the socially constructed characteristics of women and men, such as norms, roles, and relationships of and between groups of women and men. It varies from society to society and can be changed. Hey. So. Right. What is it Hannah Gadsby said? Feelings can be dealt with. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that is just a very brief uh, uh, understanding of what's going on and what could be going on and yeah. also adding more variety to the possibilities of a person being whoever they are and being okay with that. Right. So right. stop with the hate crimes. Right. Please. And okay. Uh, Yay. Okay. Babe. So I, like I am doing a moment, which is kind of like a place in my case. Um, and like we said earlier, I thought I was doing crime. So there's a lot of crime information in this, um, but it is definitely works for a moment too. So I'm covering Africa, mostly entire North continent? Africa. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I talk about a couple different places. Um, so let's get into it. Let's hear about it. Do it. With the exception of South Africa and Cape Verde, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender rights in Africa are limited in comparison to Western Europe and much of America and Oceania. Out of the 54 states recognized by the United Nations or African Union or both, the International Gay and Lesbian Association stated in 2015 that homosexuality is outlawed in 34 African countries. So Yikes. of 54 only 20 of them um it's legal to be uh gay, gay. human wow. Wow. sorry you leaned forward and tell me how you say human rights watch notes that two countries benin and central african republic do not outlaw homosexuality but have certain laws which apply differently to heterosexuals than homosexuals and we're gonna get into why this is but i want to talk about a lot of um some terrible things that have happened before we get into that in Sudan, Somalia, Somalia, uh, Somalia land. Uh, I can't pronounce that. It's a uh, Mauritania and Nigeria. Homosexuality is punishable by death in Uganda, Tanz uh, Tanzania and Sierra Leone. Offenders can receive life, life imprisonment for homosexual acts. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. It's really bad over there. In addition to criminalizing homosexuality, Nigeria has enacted legislation that makes it illegal for heterosexual, this is horrible, heterosexual family members, allies, or friends of LGBT to be supportive. According to Nigerian Holy law, shit. a heterosexual ally who administers, witnesses, abets, or abides any form of gender nonconforming and homosexual activity would receive a 10-year jail sentence. Holy shit. Way yeah. to shut down so their support system. So you're exactly. punishing support as well. Absolutely. How Everyone. Nazi Man, they, is that? 
that. They mean it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the Nazi party. So here are some examples of uh, the African government cracking down on people. So when I thought I was doing crime, this is basically all the crimes. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Um, so in Zambia, uh, Zambia sentenced two men to 15 years in prison for having consensual sex in the privacy of their hotel room. In late November, Ugandan police rounded up 125 people in the gay-friendly bar in the capital of Kampala, dozens of whom are now facing charges. This was last year? I don't have dates on a couple of these. These ones don't have dates, but these are all within the last five years. Wow. In Nigeria last week, 40... This wasn't last week. In Nigeria, 47 men pleaded innocent to charges of public displays of affection with someone of the same sex. They had been detained during a police raid on the Lagos Hotel in 2018. Mm. So that was in 2018. In this is a okay. So now this is a long story. In early January, a young man entered a police station in the coastal city of Esfax in uh, Tunisia and filed charges against two. This is horrible. Hold on, just like this is a really sad story. Uh, he filed charges against two men who he had said had raped and robbed him. Over the course of the investigation, he was then subjected to an enforced. So he went to the police for help. He was subjected to an enforced anal examination meant to detect sodomy, an exam which is legally allowed for clarification purposes. Afterward, he himself was taken into custody and was charged with homosexuality, a criminal offense that is punishable with up to three years in prison. At trial in February, the man ended up being sentenced to six months in prison for the uh, homosexuality offense. He was given a further six months because in the opinion of the judge and contrary to his previous statement, he had not been raped, but had consented to the sexual act with those two accused. The two defendants also received six months for homosexuality and then an additional two months for theft. So of the three, he got a year and they each got eight months. What? It's insane. I... I, I, um, the head of the LGBT rights uh, uh, communi- uh, organization in that area said many gays are blackmailed, robbed, or sexually assaulted and do not report it because they're afraid they'll get arrested. So if you are, ra- as a man or a woman, raped by somebody who is the same sex as you and you report it, you will also go to jail for having same sex, even if it was forced. What the actual fuck? What? Yeah. How is that logical? That doesn't no, it's make not. Who the fuck is in charge? No. And then if you go even further down to what you were just saying about the confusion, uh, not the confusion, but like that sex is so hard to actually determine. Then the whole, if you break it down, you're saying that because a woman has sex with another woman and that woman could be intersex, you know, there's just like, right. so it's like, what, what, why, 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 like, why? And then on top of it, you're punishing rape victims. Yes. I'm sorry. You need to go to jail for longer than your rapist because that person happened to be the same no it's totally backward sex logic. as you yeah like that no it doesn't make sense because now you've got people who aren't reporting and so bad people are not going to jail because people are afraid and now you've just got people running the streets being assholes Asil Bellata, a young medical student living in Ben Akunaun, an affluent suburb of Algiers in neighboring Algeria, was found murdered in his room in a student dormitory. According to a report by LGBT organization Aluin, two people, uh, organization Aluin, I think is the name of it, two people slit his throat and left him to bleed to death, leaving the word gay scrawled across the wall. The organization's Facebook page criticized the social climate, saying that state homophobia is spreading more and more. Um, well, shit. 
In 2017, police in Tanzania. So this is the one, this is actually why I looked started looking into the Africa is because of this um, article that I found about this because I thought it was so strange. In 2017, police in Tanzania arrested a woman after a video clip showing her kissing and embracing another woman at a party where they got engaged was widely shared and celebrated online. The people in that video were then tracked down by the police um, and both were taken into custody. Uh, I could not find out what happened to them. I couldn't find out if they ended up in jail. I couldn't find out if they were released. I, I have no idea. Um, but so they can't, even if they felt like they had a safe space and they were dating and then they got engaged, somebody took a f- video of that and then the police found them and arrested them. Oh my God. Psychotic. Yeah. So why? Why is it like this? Well, let me tell you. There are many reasons, but colonial laws, religious mortality, and the idea that homosexuality is imported by the West are among the most influential. Did you say religious mortality or religious morality? Morality. Okay. Morality. Just checking. Um, Of the 72 countries worldwide that criminalize homosexuality, 32 of them are in Africa. Where punishments range from imprisonment to death penalty in countries such as the ones discussed above. More than half of these are former British colonies where colonial administrators introduced laws prohibiting unnatural acts. That's so an air quote on unnatural acts, by the way, yeah, it is. And it's, it's not, it's quoted in there as unnatural yeah. acts. And I can't remember if I go into it later, but before this time, before British colonialism, being homosexual in Africa was actually pretty normalized. There was a lot of tribes where men were were with men and women were with women. It was not taboo in any sense. I mean, there might have been a little, but certainly not at this level by any means. Nobody gave a shit. There was full colonies of women and full colonies of men that would be paired with themselves. Right. You know? Yeah. We listened to a podcast episode on this once. Jackie uh, Queer Eye. Oh, uh, JVN. um, Jonathan Vaness. Yeah, the, the, they were talking about how there's so many cultures worldwide mm-hmm. that were fine until colonialism. colonialism. Yeah. Including this country here. Yeah. Inc- inc- this one? Ours? And the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Including um, um, North America. So around 93% of sub-Saharan Africans are either Christian or Muslim, making the continent one of the most religious continents in the world. These beliefs influence many facets of people's lives, including their attitudes towards the LGBTQ plus community. Muslim and Christian leaders are often vocally opposed to gay sex, and studies show that African media often quote a religious official when discussing homosexuality, much more than in any country like the United States. Like, how many times have you heard somebody quote at you a pastor's direct quote about why lgbt they might quote the bible but we're not going to say like oh well you know dane cook said that blah 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 blah. we have a little bit stronger of a separation of church and state here sure in theory yeah in theory but so it's like not as common that you're going to hear like the the mayor quote you know a religious Religious. text or a pastor i just think that's really interesting but that is very odd that's usually the argument against it it's like you want to get rid of it's so interesting though that it flipped on its head like originally they're like well you know this is this is part of humans right and then they were invaded and taken over and colonized right and then now it's seen as a western thing that they're trying to in their act 
So a lot. So that is one of the bigger arguments. African elites, which would include political, religious and community leaders, often claim that homosexuality is an imported evil from the West. So that I agree without the West. You agree what? It's an imported evil. A hundred percent. Homosexuality? Which is ironic because it was definitely there before. Calling it evil would be. But that's not what they're saying. No, they're saying the opposite. Yeah, they're saying that the colonization actually brought homosexuality to the area um, (laughs) and that it's an it's an evil import or whatever. Sounds as backwards as the judge doubling down on the guy who was attacked yeah it's you know completely what I mean? it's the same fucked up logic. deranged logic it doesn't make any sense especially when you know the history and that there was a lot of homosexual activity in africa before the the brits ever got there right. it was just the demonization of it that right. came with the british well, bullshit and british. you know americans we were part of that same group yes. too Long-term Zimbabwean leader Robert uh, Mugabe called homosexuality un-African, which is a big argument that people make, we talked and about a that white disease. Week. Yeah, being un-African. Yeah. yeah. Ugandan president has said it's a Western import. So these are the leaders quoting that. But yeah, so uh, that's what's going on in Africa. And if you travel there, there are a lot of warnings. That's the trash. Oh, I'm like, who's <laughs> walking into our home right now? We're podcasting. <laughs> um, a, yeah, if they, they, you know, they said if you're traveling anywhere besides South Africa, which even though it is a definitely more uh, accepting area, it's still yeah. very scary there. Um, I that, don't plan on going there. I would love to see Africa. I would love to, too. But yeah. it would be so unsafe. Well, and you couldn't be yourself, you know, and that's the You could take part. Sydney and go. Sure. But for me, like Lisa Andrew. and I... Yeah, Andrew and you I. Can take Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> well, take- you could go together. Just don't hold hands or kiss, and you should probably get separate hotel rooms. <laughs> oh my God! But so what if? Weird. But what if they look me up on social media? Totally over. No, I know. Over. No, and it's very. It I'm is, even very like scary. my my social media even says I'm Polly. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fucked. Put it all out there. Was girl. it Love so that. in 2013? I was supposed to do a go to Thailand with uh-huh. my partner at the time, um, and we were excited to go, but at the time. Um, in one week, eight U.S. embassies were closed down Wow! Um, in foreign countries. And uh-huh. the next week, 13 more were closed down. Um, and they were specifically countries that were all anti-LGBTQ plus mm. people. And so we were like, well, we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii hey. ended up being a beautiful trip. Also, the, I think I've told you this before, but the, the last day that we were in um, Oahu was the day that gay marriage bill passed in Hawaii. Wow. So like we just wandered over to a bar and they were like, welcome. <laughs> so last so night, exciting. last night on our page, I've been starting to share LGBTQ plus yeah. news on yeah. the page. Yeah. Cause like I see it all the time, might as well. And last night there's a Forbes article that says Thailand to become first Southeast Asian country to legalize same sex union. So you missed, you pushed a button, a pop up. Do you feel victimized? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool. So so we could go to there. We could go to Thailand. You should go to there. It's beautiful. But yeah, so that's what's going on in Africa. It's very scary situation. And even though the UN has, um, I believe that one of their, a couple of their laws are about hate crimes in terms of like, it doesn't protecting people. it hasn't really changed the view over there it's interesting how like i've i've only been learning this through fiction like watching madam secretary or west wing, west wing. but it really feels like you know what these organizations do um they'll like put sanctions or limits on mm-hmm. they'll like they'll try to like sort of cripple their economy a little bit to punish them right for their bad behavior towards their own people you know right. and it's like 
is it enough? Is there more we could be doing? I don't know. Well, when I was reading it, you know, it came really heavily as my aunt and uncle are Christian missionaries over in Africa. And one of the things that came up a lot is that they, in terms of LGBTQ situation, that actually hurts more than helps. Because obviously, if your belief as a Christian missionary is that it is wrong then you're spreading a you're lot of that, that false information um and because christianity in africa is so closely associated with british colonialism and that whole thing so we need to mobilize atheists to proselyte if atheists yes. could mobilize i have to take a minute if atheists could mobilize I'm the listening. same way that the christians have and create missionaries we'll call them something else that go places to spread something other than god but it's like god it's more just oh, like a religion Taoism. but not yeah like science Taoism. science oh. we could do scientists cool. going to places and teaching science or and it, we yeah, call and it education i love that and uh -huh. um mm -hmm. and then we teach them about chromosomes okay here's the only problem what? in order to not pay taxes we do have to be official religion so what are we gonna do we scientology's already wait, taken no, right no no yeah, listen we, <laughs> we can make a non-profit they don't pay taxes. Okay. So we could be a nonprofit. Okay. Uh, scientific educational system. Love that. And we just spread it all over okay, the world. Okay. And we send missionaries out there. We build houses and stuff. We're like, oh, we're going on a mission trip, but we'll call it something else. Yes. And we'll teach them the science no, of no, house I building. I want to call it a mission trip. Okay, cool. We have a mission. The mission is to correct the Christians. <laughs> I like that. Oh, and some, I'm going to say some Christians really have it right. Could we some Christians have it right. Some Absolutely. of them are like, yeah, so gays are gays are of God, too. But like, I will say, you know what they are wrong in is that the the idea that spreading the word of God is more important than spreading education, science. How do you find things? How do you build things? How do you pay your taxes? How do you? <laughs> right. We need to teach Africans how to pay their taxes. What? <laughs> I'm saying like actual life skills. I that we're prioritizing the word of God over loving each other, learning how to work, uh, communicate sure. with people around well, you. Some people can't see the difference. Like I remember when I was Mormon, the religion was my whole life. Well, like, people think it's the answer. Everything I saw the world through was religion first mm -hmm. and then everything else like science right. was there but it was out it was through the lens of religion sure and so i know what that's like to yeah. think that I way i remember being in massage school and there's a lot of teaching of eastern philosophy which means a lot of eastern religions sort of get introduced as part of the study sure. because you're learning chinese medicine traditional chinese medicine you're right. getting some Ind indian influence that sort of thing um, and I remember two of my, I went to school in Utah and I remember two of my classmates who were sisters-in-law mm -hmm. just having an absolute meltdown because they were like, yeah, but that can't be true because, and, and I remember the teacher just being like, this is not a religious class. We're not talking about your concept of religion. We're talking about something bigger than your understanding. And they're just like, well, nothing can be bigger than God. And it's just like, y'all yeah Calm I think down. that's how I remember it too being this idea of like we don't need to teach you how to communicate and to love and to uh experience other people because if you understand religion if you accept God then all of that is going to be handled underneath that giant umbrella of God's love it's which not. is <laughs> yeah totally <BS. laughs> right what you know what helps more huh taking care of people's base needs like if right. people have food water shelter safety mm-hmm you know, that eliminates 90% of the problems. Laws, laws that protect safety the general public. Safety emotionally and physically. Yes, Feeling safety. emotionally safety. safe. Yeah. Because laws that protect the public. When you're Even in survival mode, when you are in survival mode, you are more likely to respond from fear, from anger, from hate, and you spread. You want to teach God's word? 
create safety for, for every person. And I feel like that's what Jesus was teaching, yeah. right? Love and ta- he fed people and he, you know what I mean? Like he took care of people physically and helped them feel safe and comfortable. And I feel like if people are living that version of Christianity, yeah. I would... <laughs> I'm in like, yeah. I don't want to be a Christian, but I would, I would cheer for you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go you. Uh, so anyway, well. I've met those Christians. There just seem to be less of them when the internet's screaming at you every day. hundred so, percent. Anyway, true. thank you for telling us. Is there, Ooh. is there more? No, that, that was it. Up. That was that's it on good. Africa. Ooh. I mean, there's obviously a lot more you could talk about, but that's Africa. I totally noticed that while I was on a rant, you checked out a book from our bookshelf. Dude, <laughs> I didn't know we had a hard copy of Bossy Pants. I, that's I, fine. I, I'm yeah. going to read it. I love that book. Because <laughs> it's not on my audibles anymore. Oh. So I have it on my audible. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, either yeah, I, I just, I, I love just, this. And I've never read the hard copy. I'd like to oh. see the hard copy. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. great. All right. Boss Pants by Tina Fey. Recommendation Boss Corner. If you think yeah. <laughs> right. anything great to read. We're a little distractible today. Distractible. Uh, I like I it. I make up words and I, like I have it. pop-ups. And we know what, what they I mean. Do. You are a pop-up. I, all right. You guys person. listen. I was researching this person and I was like, this is great. I like that we were talking about Africa and I like that we were talking about chromosomes and like decisions and ideas. And I'm actually talking about a, a, a beautiful woman by the name of Josephine Baker. Okay. Okay. She was born in 1907. Good year. Uh, here in the United States. <laughs> Okay. Um, How do you know that I, was I a don't, good year? I don't. I don't know. 1907. I'm just happy about it. In 1907, my great grandmother was seven years old. Aww, she was probably so cute. Right, tiny little Julia running around, bossing everybody around. <laughs> that was Julia. Anyway, Josephine Baker was born that year. Okay. Uh, she was a beautiful black woman um, and gorgeous, gorgeous. And um, eventually, she becomes very famous. But we're going to get there. I believe when she was eight years old, um, her family sent her to work for wealthy white people. So like she was a maid by the time she was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she was about 13, she was like, I have had it with the racism in this country. Nice. I hate it. So she runs off to France. Okay. Yay, to like go my guy. France. Yeah. So she goes to France to be like, um, I don't mind being black. I do mind that Americans think that that's a sin or a crime. So I'm going to go live among people who are better. Hard time to be in <laughs> France, though. Right. <laughs> that was the First World War. That was tough. Sure. But they weren't being racist pricks. Exactly. So she was like, Great. safety for me. I'm not going to be enlisted. Um, Isn't throughout- that interesting, though, that that is safer? Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, this You're just right. shows how serious this is. You're right. Right. So uh, she lives her life. She gets married a couple times on and off. Um, she does in her lifetime have many relationships. She, uh, let me go backtrack a little bit. Um, she became an entertainer. Uh, she was big in jazz and blues and like all of this wonderful stuff. Um, and because she was of the stage, many times um, they were living in big households together. Um, like all of the girls in one building, all the guys in another building, that sort of thing. And oftentimes the relationships, <laughs> oftentimes the relationships they had with their stage partners or people they worked in the theater with um, were homo. Mm-hmm. So like she oftentimes had relationships with other women, mm-hmm. um, even though she'd Leave still it be to the theater. Yeah. She was married four times though to Good a man, to different men. Um, and uh, she did have a lovely affair with Frida Kahlo. Nice. Nice. Um, However, this is what's interesting about her. She was so um, still worried about being judged and being protective that she was um, outwardly homophobic. 
Wow. wow. So like she was so adamant that she wasn't gay to the point of being homophobic. And I remember them listing that on their page and I was on her page. Um, and I was like, that's so sad yeah. for her Yeah. because you know, she was so of tired fear. of being judged by her skin mm-hmm. and then judged over her sexuality as well. She was like, well, at least this I can pretend. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I almost understand a lot of fear <laughs> seeking that, that, res- um, protection. Anyway, she continued having an incredible career in France. Uh, she eventually did come back to the United States and she was famous here as well. She did experience a lot of um, adversity uh, mm-hmm. in the 50s and 60s, but she actually came back because of the civil rights movement that yes, was happening. Girl. And she was like, oh, America, my home. You're finally standing up for us. And so she came on back. So she lived through World War One, World War Two, and she was right in the thick of it in France. And then she hears about something going on in the U.S. She's like, I'm going to go to the She says at every main event. because there's more. She's even more incredible than you think. Because okay. during World War II, she was a spy. I was going to say, she really <laughs> would be the right age to be super involved in yes, World War II. During I'm World very, II. I just finished two books on World it. War II. So I'm like, um, where? And they were yeah. both in France. So and, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, that was the wonderful thing, too, is like she would kind of like Hercules Mulligan, mm-hmm. like she would hide information and, and um, uh, messages to be sent like in her costumes. Mm. So like when they were c- traveling or going across state or country lines, she's just an, she's just a black woman entertainer. Nobody's going to stop her. Right. Um, and then she was actually like their version of the CIA. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So she was super badass. Cool. And then, like I said, in the 1950s, she, she marched with Dr. King. She, she spoke out against racism. she, did songs about anti-racism. She was really fantastic. Um, and she lived uh, until 1975 where she passed away. And I believe she passed away in France. And she actually, uh, I don't think she ever actually changed her nationality. I don't know if she was allowed to. Um, but she is the only American to be buried in France in like a military, with military rewards. Aww. Because she honors. she received honors for her French work. French honor? Yes. Oh, French honors. French okay, honors. Cool. So an American citizen who mm-hmm. received military French honors for being there for them. In that's so cool. Too. That's impressive. So that's Josephine Baker. I just did a really quick summation. But That was good. You're getting really good, though, at like getting all the information in your head and then coming here and just yeah. like regurgitating it. <laughs> She's at a fantastic memorizer. Yeah, that was good. Something I can do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, Josephine Baker, and you guys, there's so much more. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, there's a she has her whole own website. If you just Google Josephine Baker, you so how do they know that she? So how did they ever find out that she was uh, a bisexual? Um, if she never came out about it, (laughs) and her other and her the people that she slept with, they had. Oh, she was real pretty. Like she's stunning. She's stunning. Word. Um, and I believe she was, you know, singing and performing and. Yeah, she cutie. Yeah. She was a cutie as she got older too. Yeah, she, she had like that lasting gorgeous beauty. Kirsten's like straining oh, so her head. Sorry. She's I, like, can I, I see? Could, I could look it up and stop being lazy, but oh, she's pretty. She I will look put up smile. a photo. Look at that outfit. I need oh, that dress. Stop. That's where she was hiding all of her spying. Style. Where could she hide it in there? You can really. There's it's, so many places. It's very cool to see the vaudeville makeup in the black and white photo. That's yeah. That's look exciting. At her body. Not to objectify, oh, but my but lord. gorgeous, beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So, yeah, That's she awesome. Was, she was bisexual, sort of behind closed doors, mm-hmm. but did not speak of it publicly. Sure. Also, she because she was at the front of the line for the civil rights movement, she, right. didn't, she didn't feel like it was her place. Unlike, you know, um, 
some of our other yeah like mm. transgender that intersectionality thing will get you i tell you what it really will yeah awesome good job that's good that's job. really interesting i can't believe i haven't heard of her before and what a great name a lot josephine of great Baker. names today eleanor josephine <laughs> i like africa it. africa <laughs> i have to say though i had heard her name several times in my life yeah and i think i'd remember yeah. her being mentioned during about the civil rights movement i think i remember mm-hmm. her name being dropped a few times like on episodes of the cosby show back in the day i, I just never knew exactly who she was have you ever heard of the 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 witch in the the wilhelm it's the witch in the tree or yeah i think her name has been mentioned because it was a they think that the person in the tree was, was a her. world war ii spy right but it uh, wasn't her no, it was not her, obviously. Right. But I feel like somebody was. I heard her name the witch in elm. connection. Yes, the witch in the witch elm. Who put Bella in the? Who put Bella, Bella in the, the witch elm? I think something like that. I think that's where the word I witch can't comes help in. either of you. I don't know what you're talking about. It's but. a it's a famous uh, like murder case. They found a body in a tree that was been there for years from World War Two. Oh, like and then her hand, whoever was in the tree, they think was a female. Her hand was buried near the tree. Like because her hand was cut off and then buried near buried the tree. near a tree. It was very weird. Very what witchy? Yeah. Is there a movie? There's a <laughs> podcast uh, stuff. You missed in history class oh i like that it. one and i think criminal, criminal. covered it as well yeah Woo-hoo. and Shout they did out. it on, on my favorite murder of course they did thank <laughs> so you so i've heard it you know three times <laughs> when you're done listening here go listen to all three it's a of great those story other it's very interesting are some fantastic podcasts yeah out there. Um, I anyway, wanted to say that, like, please stay tuned because next week is our 25th <gasps> episode, episode. and we are doing, doing it. We are doing a special episode. So um, we're going to have bust fun. out this book. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be there a book over there about this individual. Yeah, we can announce what it's no, about. No, no, nope. That's not the one. Oh, nope. That's 50. Oh, that's sorry. 50. <laughs> no, just trying to give away. <laughs> We've already planned out episode 50. I'm just 52. excited to do this one. I'm also, I'm going to yeah. do this one. That, one will, be, that, that one will actually <laughs> be, I did the math around December. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. Because think about 52 weeks in a year. We I wonder if they single... filmed the second season. In. Oh, I, was, uh, I don't know. They they were supposed to start filming in the spring so that they oh. could go out in November. Just, and so. She's talking about Ann Lister. We're, we're not doing, we're doing that one 50th. for 50th. <laughs> we're obsessed. But, but there we is a wonderful her. television show. If any of you I can't gay remember kids what we're doing there. next week, but I can't wait. <laughs> if any of you kids want to see a good TV show that was uh, good quality and interesting. Oh. Um so good. And the Gentleman, Gentleman Jack, Jack series is quite good. On it's HBO. just one season on HBO. It's yeah. very Fantastic. good. Yeah, highly recommend. Real woman in history. Um, right. Lesbian. Amazing. Yeah, and also just like besides her being a lesbian, like all the other stuff about business, business owner. Business owner. Land yeah, owner. it's just like so like interesting when women weren't allowed to vote yeah. in Europe, yeah. in, in England. You, in, in a time period where you had to own land to vote, she could yeah. not vote because she was a woman. So her tenants could vote because they sort of owned land but yeah. she couldn't no nope. it's so weird it's interesting yeah. it's an interesting and the costuming is really worth oh my looking God. At. the swagger is worth it <laughs> yeah yeah anyway, thank you for yeah. listening yeah thank you for listening thanks for listening bye bye, bye.